It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark and Ryan, and here, Ryan, mate, uh, I had a uh, an interesting piece of information passed to me just before we started recording. Mm. Um, I heard that you are putting the boys from the Talking League podcast to the sword. Is that is that correct? <laughs> oh, mate, they've been awfully quiet last week. They were in first for a, for a week last week, and they were chirping away. And I've yeah, I've jumped back in front of uh, Kyle and Eddie. They're, they've uh, moved back down into second, third, and that's where they're going to stay all season, I reckon. Yeah, nah, good stuff, mate. It's all things are back to the way they should be with Ryan on top and uh, and me trailing. But, you know, as we all know, uh, you're the brains of the operation. I'm just here to uh, to run it and get your fantasy advice out to people. So, <laughs> mate, well, uh, mate you, you're 20 points behind TK. We need you get you, we need to get you above TK. Oh, how am I? How did it go behind, mate? He started terribly too. I can't believe that. Now, nah, all right, I'm I'm going to put in some effort this week. I'm going to spend some money that I got in my bank, and we're going to uh, wheels up. Although I'm not I'm not 100 sure I'm going to captain this week, and my MVP Junior Paulo's out for this week, so oh, no. we'll uh, I'm sure we'll discuss. And mate, obviously, first game here is probably a couple of discussion points in the first game here. Uh, so Raiders come up against the Cowboys juggernaut, who somehow managed to lose to the Warriors last week. I don't want to talk mm. about that, but. Um, Ryan Sutton into lock, Elliot Whitehead on the edge. Tom Starling's a big story here, though. 80 minutes, looks like 80 minutes anyway, with Xavier Savage coming onto the bench. Yeah, mate, there's your captaincy option. It didn't take you long to find once. First game of the week right there, bam. <laughs> yeah, no, played 80 last week. Um, we didn't get the late Frawley to, to start Starling to the bench, which was surprising. And, mm. yeah, Frawley didn't touch the field. Now he's out of the 17 completely, so... Um, yeah, huge news. Uh, I don't trust Ricky Stewart to give it to us the entire season, but for as long as he's starting, he's he's going to be a keeper if he can keep it the entire season. Yeah, I mean, what's even more impressive about that 54 is it came against the Melbourne Storm. So mm. um, not, I mean, obviously the Cowboys and the Melbourne Storm are both synonymous with success, but um, <laughs> I'd like to think that Starling's probably scoring might be a little bit more attacking upside this week. Mm. Um, outside of that, we've got Jared Croker and Hudson Young lurking in the emergencies as possible entries, but nobody outside of Starling you really want in your fantasy team. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so. Um, just, yeah, maybe Savage once he eventually gets a starting role, but for now, just, uh, mm. yeah, let him let him sit there. Yeah, and Brad Schneider obviously just quietly ticking away with 192K in price rises so far and um, and still going. Yeah, it doesn't look like slowing down. No, love that. Oh, he's not going to be a keeper, I don't think, but he's certainly somebody you don't, you're not going to be in a hurry to move on. So break even 11. Um, on the other side of that coin, though, somebody who's made some cash, but he's nearing what I, or I believe is nearing the peak of their price rises, which is Jeremiah Nanai, averaging 41, got a 27 last week, break even 36. Uh, I mean, outside of his try scoring, his fantasy production is not great, really. He's a, you know, 30 tackles. Oh, sorry, yeah, 30 tackles and, and 100 and a little bit metres a game. But the, the demerits is really killing him at the moment. Um, he's, what, minus eight, 
minus 28, and then minus 52. So he's about, he's get, you know, he's copping about 16 points a game in demerits on average, which is just, you know, is really hurting him. Um, mm. And obviously he's had a couple of tries making up for it. But, I mean, is this just part of his game and, and that's probably the for Nanai or are you hang, do you reckon we hang on to him? What are you doing with Nanai? I'm hanging on to him. Um, I, I can understand why people might want to be jumping off now. Um, you know, if if you can, because at the end of the day, like while while uh, making money is the goal, the the end game is to score points. So you know, if if you're there to up, if he's if he's your, your trade out to facilitate a points upgrade, then you know, good on you. I wouldn't talk you out of it. Um, that said, I still think he's got a little bit of money to make. He's a He's a volatile second rower. He's a bit like Kikau in a way um, that like he could just put on some good attacking stats if he can just get those negatives in check. But I still think he's got a little bit of money to make. Um, we know those break-evens are a little bit higher than what they actually are in reality. Um, so mm. I, I don't think he's an urgent trade, but, I mean, if, you, if you've got no one else in your team and you want to upgrade him, I wouldn't talk anyone out of it. He's probably the perfect person to put in your 18 loot slot, mm. you know, playing in the first game. You're whacking in. Uh, most people, I'm assuming, have Payne Haas or Vilea in their team still. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you put him in your loop slot. If he po- scores poorly here in the break even, goes up, you know, in the 50s next week, then you move on from him next week maybe. But, yeah, I think for me, I'm, I've so I've got him sitting in my loop slot at the moment. So hmm. I'll yeah. probably give him a week. I'm with you. Yep. All right. Uh, outside of that, it's probably. I mean, Tumalolo got another fifty, but he played an extra ten minutes due to a HIA to Griffin Neem, I think. Mm, plus um, Golden but, Point as well. Yeah, but um, I mean, Cotter is basically point a minute at the moment. Um, I'm assuming we're going to have some questions about him with three fifties in a row now. Mm. Um. I think his role is about 50 minutes a game. So the yeah. I mean, question is, can he keep the PPM up? This one was a more balanced, you know, it was kind of halfway between the two scores, but still managed to get 50 again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't inflated a little bit. He would have played 45 minutes without the um, without golden points. So I, I'm a little bit nervous buying any Cowboys forward, to be honest. I don't think um, Peyton is is going to provide a steady rotation to like a lot of these guys. I think it's going to fluctuate um, every odd, every couple of weeks and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he reminds me a little bit like Ricky Stewart in terms of rotation that he's, he's not, um, you know, it's the rotation isn't set in stone. Like it will fluctuate. Like we saw Tom Gilbert go back to 70 minutes this week. Um, yeah. I, I, I just don't trust it. Um, especially given that he only played 45 minutes in regulation. Yeah, I mean, the thing as well, like, you know, it's not like Melbourne where you know both edges are going to play 80 minutes and that's just, you know, you can you can set your watch to that. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, Tom Gilbert's another interesting one, 45 all in base, 34 tackles, 170 metres. Is he somebody at 528K that that is, um, you know, of interest to somebody looking for a middle? Yeah, I think so. Um, if, if, you, if you needed someone in that price bracket, I don't. I don't hate it. Um, there's not a whole lot of great uh, middles getting around. I mean, there's just a lack of keepers getting around this year, isn't there? So I guess everyone's sort of looking for that um, cheaper option. Um, uh, it's probably bringing a lot of people to Cotter into consideration. But I think I'd rather have a go at Gilbert because at least I know he's more than likely going to be on the field longer than Cotter. 
Yeah, and I mean, the other thing as well is you can actually wait another week on Gilbert because his break even's 47. So, I mean, even if it's actually 43, 42, you know, mm, it's still too. like his, his price isn't going to get out of control. Yep. So, probably one to eyeball and sort of see how they shake out potentially with that bench with uh, Lemuelu sitting down there. I think it's probably going to be Cotter to 13, Lolo to prop, McLean or Hess to the bench. And then it might even be um, Emery Perry comes onto the bench um, or something like that. So um, not that I'd be buying anyone there, but just a little prediction for the first game there. Uh, off to the Rabbits and the Bulldogs. Rabbits, uh, trail's gone for eight weeks, brings in Blake Taff, who I know a lot of people are looking at this week, although I can't really understand why. So, Ryan, do you have any insight specifically into why people are interested in a guy who's played eight games at fullback and never scored over 30 before last week. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just think it goes back to the state of the wing fullback position this year. Um, I, I think... Actually, no, he only got 28 last week. So, okay, I'll come back to never scored over 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I just think it comes back to the uh, wing fullback position. He's cheap. He's going to have that position for quite a while um I, I don't think he's a bad buy he doesn't excite me at all um I, I think with the goal kicking you could probably push him to the low 30s like maybe 31 um which would put him close to that 10 points of value uh so he seems like he'll be a very slow burn and not someone i'd ever want in my 17 no well yeah i i just think that you're just asking for trouble here um yeah, I mean, he's already priced in the low twenties. Um, it's yeah, it's not, it's not good. You know, there's yeah, there's there's nothing, mate. I, I'm yeah, I'm pretty, I'm very comfortable calling him a massive trap and a gigantic waste of a trade. Um, I so obviously I know you're sound, you're like you're less firm on that, but mate, I just can't. Like a third of his scoring is going to be his goal kicking. He's yeah. It's he's really like he's like Charlie Staines almost. It's shocking. Yeah. Uh, another thing in his favour though that Souths are coming into a pretty soft run. Like they've got the Bulldogs, Tigers, Broncos, Warriors over the next five weeks. Like it's yeah, it's it, it plays a little bit into his favour. But yeah, you're right. Like uh, I, I think he's one of those ones that would make a fine, you know, break glass in case of COVID situation. Like you know, like you always say. Yeah. A 28 is better than a zero. Yeah. I guess it depends what you're trading to. You know, like, yeah. we'll pro- I'm sure Ming will have about 93 questions about Blake Taff in the, the comments. So we'll probably, we'll, we'll table it for now and we'll come back to it, eh? Yep, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Outside of that, um, I think Jai Arrow's on the chopping block for me this week. Um, 60 minutes fairly consistently now seems to be his role and, I mean, he's he's one where I mean, I thought he might have an opportunity to get some attacking stats, but he's kind of just a bit. He's just plodding along out there, and I mean, I don't think he's an urgent sell, but I don't think he needs to be held either. Does that mm-hmm. sort of make sense? Yeah, not a keeper, but someone that you can still plug in your seventeen if you need cover for Haas this week, I suppose. He didn't make a lot of run. I wonder if maybe there was just too many, too much side to side play against the Dragons because he only made seventy five meters last week. Uh, mm. where normally he was, you know, he's 120, 140, 170 the first three weeks. So, 
I wonder if maybe it's just a bit down on that. I'm, I kind of, I have, I'm half tempted to just give it another week or two and see how he goes, but I'll probably depend on how I actually. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing for trades this week yet, so I'll probably have to come back to that. Um, and then the other one, obviously, we need to talk about is Lachlan Ilias, who seems to have come good for anyone that's actually held him. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of one. He's about the same play, price as Blake Taff, and and seems to be a much more appealing option for me personally uh, as a buy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the only advantage Taff has is that wing fullback um, dual position. But yeah. in terms of a moneymaker, I, I do like Ilias. It, it, just in the eyeball test over the last two weeks, he seems to be a lot more confident um, and yeah. just playing a lot better. And his kick meters are starting to increase as well. He had nearly 500 kick meters on the weekend against mm-hmm. the Dragons, um, which is positive signs. And like I mentioned with Taff, they've got a soft run coming up. So I think Ilias could be a, a pretty good buy for... And I'm someone someone who sold him after round one, and I wouldn't have a problem buying him back right now. Yeah, no, I don't subscribe to that. You know, if you've owned a player once and you sell him, you can't buy him back. Sort of rule. I'm, I've never, but I never, ha- I've never had Ilias, so he's definitely someone I'm going to have a look at this week and see if I can't, um, you know, do something, do something with him. I might even look at a, you know, Vileya to Ilias, um, because I've got a fair bit of cash in the bank, and then you know, upgrade an Arrow or a Crichton. This week is, is probably what I'll have a look at. But, um, I mean, Cam Murray as well, obviously, scoring pretty well. Going to play Origin, very expensive. Um, Plus four forward bench now as well. I don't know if I'd want to go diving in. Yeah. I'd say it might be a four forward bench because they're planning on giving some guys breaks this week if they get up. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, we could see Haveli come in as well. well. I guess we'll have to see how that goes. Mm. Uh, for the Bulldogs, uh, Kyle Flanagan holds his spot. Uh, Pangai scored pretty well considering he's playing against the Panthers, um, scored in the 50s, which is all you can really hope for. Um, but it's really, you know, the only two fantasy relevant options in this team, only three actually, is is Pangai, Burton and Max King. Um, and, and it's probably a case of if you got them, hold them. If you don't have them, don't buy them at this point, maybe. I don't know. What, do you, what are your thoughts there? Uh, I think Pangai is is a buy if you're in need of a mid. He's probably the cheapest of the people I would consider to be keeper middles currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Just like let those cash rises go with Max King. I guess it's a little bit concerning that Burton's lost his goal kicking now, uh, lowers his, his floor, I suppose, but he's still, yeah. still, still scored well on the weekend. So Yeah, and there's no guarantee that Flanagan's going to keep that spot and, and you know, all those, all those sorts of questions, and he, you know, ultimately he's relying on attacking stats more than anything. Um, so, you know, what we're waiting for is this draw to clear up, which kind of does start a little bit this week with the Rabbitohs. Obviously, it's they're kind of the softest team that they've played, I guess. Um, but it does sort of get better after this week. So, definitely Burton one to keep an eye on if you don't have him. The second game on the Friday, though, Panthers and the Broncos. Uh, Stephen Crichton back to earth a little bit with a 17 and he's obviously come up um, at 49% owned as a, you know, it's probably one of those uh, decisions uh, that a lot of people are going to be faced with. He was over 50% when the, uh, the lockout opened. So obviously there is people jumping off already, probably one of those decisions as to whether you hold him and, and carry him through the buys or as a dual cover whatever type option or, or whether you sell him is probably going to make a make a fairly big impact on the rankings this season. Which way are you sort of leaning with Crichton at the moment? I know me, I'm sort of flip-flopping at the moment. I haven't sort of made my mind up yet. 
Um, I'm pretty locked into holding him for this week. I wouldn't talk, again, similar to Nano, I wouldn't talk anyone out of trading him. But for me, uh, I've been running the Gauntland since round one of not having any wing fullback cover. I've had Pappenhausen, Crichton and Hines in my uh, wing fullback. And I don't see any other wing fullback I'm willing to pivot to. Um, that said, I know Taylor May is getting dual position next week and I've had him for the past few weeks as well. So I'm considering just holding uh, Crichton this week, especially with this matchup. Like the Broncos have... They've lost Haas, Flegler, and Carrigan. They've got no forward pack to speak of, basically. Um, yeah. it could, this could really be an ugly game, especially with Adam G refing as well. The Panthers could just completely steamroll them in the middle, and it could be good times for, for that Panthers 1-5. to five. Um, So, yeah. We've, I mean, we've seen what Teddy and Pap score low last week. I, I don't think it's super panic stations for Crichton, but if you want to move him on, you can. Um, there's just not a whole lot of good wing fullbacks getting around is the problem. No, no, you're right. Um, all right. Uh, outside of that, obviously, Targo is still, you know, 31, but 31 as a floor is pretty good, really. Take that. Cleary, down, down. Prices are down. Mm. Um, I got sent a trade yesterday or a go- for a guy uh, selling DCE to Cleary. Um, <laughs> and I was like, no, I just sent back no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just... Well, we're in a very nice position, which is ex- this. He's doing exactly what we were all hoping, all the non-Cleary owners anyway, were hoping he was going to do last year with dropping a bunch of cash. So just wait and wait till he levels out and then uh, and then go from there, although he might level out this week. So uh, obviously if you got him, he's a, he's the probably the number one captaincy option this week. Uh, but, um, yeah, if you don't have him, it's probably just going to be a, a situation of sit back and pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't score well against this Broncos side, I, I might not buy him all year. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Put him in the bin if he doesn't score 100 this week. Yep. Um, I obviously on the that's that's pretty much it for the for the uh, Panthers, but the Broncos obviously uh, not a lot of fantasy relevance here at all. Uh, Kobe Hetherington, probably somebody you can play this week because I suspect he'll be doing a lot of tackling. But outside of that, it's uh, it's pretty bleak for the old Broncos this week. Yeah, you're not wrong. This is as bad as it gets. This uh, this sort of reminds me of like the old um, Origin Broncos, whenever they lost like Shane Webkid, Petro, like basically a retired forward pack. This is like usually the type of team they trot out during the Origin bye week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I don't have very high hopes for them. And geez, nah, if you're if great. you're a Hethering, if you're a Hetherington owner, if he doesn't play over fifty minutes this week, he never will. Yeah, yeah, there'll be burning sun caught down if he doesn't play fifty minutes this week. <laughs> uh, moving across to the Manly versus Gold Coast Titans game, Talatau Cooler named at centre. Um, obviously, Garrett keeps that fullback job. Tupolotu on the wing. It's going to be interesting to see. I've I think Morgan Harper's out with COVID, so it'll be interesting to see whether it's Cooler or Tupelotu that drinks out, drops out next week. But, I mean, it's probably one, and you said it last week, I think you said, oh, next week Cooler's going to be named and we're going to be sitting here trying to work out if he's got enough time and what his job security's like. Um, so, I mean, we now are presented with that. Is he somebody that you'd be suggesting to people to buy or not really? Um, look, not with much confidence. He's one of those ones that sort of facilitates another upgrade, given that he is bargain price. Um, I would assume he's ahead of um, of, of the winger there. I just, yeah, Tupelotto. I'd assume he's ahead of him, um, given that he that uh, Cooler played in round four. Um, 
And if that's the case, you'll get a couple of weeks out of cooler and then obviously a couple more over Origin. So he might be an okay, you know, break glass uh, cover option, but I wouldn't have high expectations. I, I, I don't know if he's going to be a particularly great cash cow. No, no, I think you're right there. Um, I mean, outside of that, this Manly team's pretty, I mean, it's Cherry Evans. If you if you have him, keep him. You can whack the C on him this week if you feel so inclined and you don't have Cleary or maybe even if you do. Um, and then outside of that, that's that's pretty much it. Mm. Yep. Uh, for the Titans, Asako stays at fullback. I'm assuming that, no, old bud's not down in the reserves. What's his name? Um, Campbell. Jaden Campbell. Campbell. He's not, he's not named. Uh, so we see Philip Tammy out on the wing. Corey Thompson dropped outside of that. It's fairly familiar looking with uh, Kevin Proctor dropping out for Lasone on the bench. Um, Fantasy-wise, I guess the big stories here is uh, Fafida bounce back week, um, as predicted on the NRL Fantasy Amateurs podcast precisely one week ago. Um <laughs> He's somebody that I am considering buying this week as a recent seller. Ryan, obviously, you got Cherry Evans, so not too upset. But I mean, he's it was a it was a scoot out of dummy half that that got him to try, <laughs> not a not a good ball. So I mean, we weren't a hundred percent correct, were we? Yeah, well, yeah. It was basically just the feed of brilliance, wasn't he? He scored about a third of his uh, points in that one play. <laughs> it looked oh. like twenty twenty one again. But that's the type of player he is. You know, he can just come out with one of those electric thirty point plays out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, I think we've just got to cop the lower floors. Like I was saying a little bit earlier, there's just seems to be, um, you know, less keepers this year. And I think we've just got to adjust our expectations in regards to keepers. Um, it's more 2019 than it is 2021 now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of adjusted expectations, Fermore, a game with no try and surprise, surprise, a mid 30 score. Mm. Um, so yeah, one to keep an eye on obviously with him. His break-even's now in the 30s. Uh, just wanted to sort of eyeball and, and watch and see where where that ends up over the next couple of weeks, but obviously definitely not a not a rush or anything like that, but just, you know, drawing your attention there. And Sexton, obviously, we both moved him on, which looks to be a great move because he seems to be a bit of a donut. <laughs> yep, well said. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, he's, in, he's on my shit list, I think. Never, never yeah. on shit list until That's otherwise... Quite- it's quite disappointing, isn't it? Because uh, everything there was sort of pointing to, you know, he can be as as good as Fogarty was last year in terms of whenever he played 80, he was averaging sort of mid-50s, but, you know, just hasn't eventuated. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, all right. Storm and the Sharks. Should be a great game here. Pat. Obviously, coming off a lackluster score, but as you sort of say, there's not any other better options around, so just keep hanging on to him. Don't put the C on him because he's not a player with a number seven or higher on his back. And, um, you know, as we sort of said, 2021 is an outlier. Um, You know, we want to be captaining halfbacks or or forwards, not wing fullbacks moving Mm -hmm. forward. So, yeah. Obviously, Harry Grant, nice score, 68 points last week. He's probably not going to score that many this week. And also, Wishart named on the bench, which is a bit inconvenient. But, um, yeah, I mean, this fantasy, this Storm team's actually surprisingly fantasy relevant between Pat, the two halves, Harry Grant, and then Josh King, who 
played 68 minutes and managed to score poorly. Um, as somebody who doesn't own King, I was pretty happy to see that uh, PPM drop all the way back down. Um, Ryan, it seemed like guys were just like running away from him to get tackled by somebody else on the weekend. It was a little bit strange, wasn't it? Because he was defending out wide the the occasional set as well. Um, yeah, I noticed yeah, was... Kafusi was defending inside him a fair bit. I wonder if he was carrying an injury or something, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It seems str- quite strange because for someone, if he was carrying an injury, to still play that many minutes. So I, yeah. I, I don't know. Particularly but... when Brandon Smith. It's funny. I I said in our game thread, "Oh, what's what's Brandon Smith done to upset Bellamy?" And you said something similar. And then <laughs> um, I think it was Cody commented on it and said, you mean aside from um, snorting cocaine and signing with the Roosters? And I was like, oh, that makes sense, actually. <laughs> I actually I completely forgotten about both of those things, and I was like, oh, that actually that checks out a lot. So, um, yeah, it'll be in- certainly be interesting to see how this Storm team manoeuvres that moving forward because they've got Jesse Bromwich paying big minutes, which yeah, seems to be something that's not going to be sustainable. Speaking of uh, doing cocaine and going to another club, Jesse Bromwich hasn't uh, hasn't slowed him down. <laughs> oh, mate! Well, he's thirty-one. They don't give a shit about him. They'll just use him out, use him up. Yeah, true. So, yeah. No, you can do it when you're that tall, mate. That's the difference. You can't be. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's going I think to- Bellamy's probably scared of Jesse Bromwich. <laughs> and he's going to the Dolphins, not their, you know, yeah. premier, premiership rivals in the Roosters. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, probably that's probably right. Oh, Dad's Army Dolphins. <laughs> um, all right. On the other side of this is going to be the Sharkies here. Obviously, Nico Hines uh, is going to be a tough one for people that ha- don't have Haas this week trying to work out uh, if they can trust him with the captaincy. Uh, is he somebody that you would risk the captaincy with this week or not really? I don't think you can risk it against Melbourne, can you? Just uh... mm. I'm sort of down to him or Harry Grant. Hmm. And Wishart on the bench is is concerning for me there, which is which is um sort of right now I've got it with Grant, but I'm kind of actually considering putting it on Starling, but I just don't trust him with his missed tackles. Yeah, but, you know, he should be able to rip through the Cowboys' middle. He'll he'll do well. Don't you talk about the Cowboys like that. (laughs) Maybe I'll trade somebody in and put the C on them. Yeah, mate, get DC. Maybe I'll go and get Chez this week with his 100-plus. Or Kleza with his 100-point break even. Yeah, do it, mate. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'll I'll have to think about that. Uh, Roosters and the Warriors. Um, Paul Momorowski got an absolute bath last week, holding on to his spot tenuously, uh, you have to think now. Um, but this Roosters team, I don't know, they get Sam Verrills back. Fantasy-wise, it's it's a bit of a crapshoot outside of, well, I mean, Tedesco is also a crapshoot at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's probably not really anyone you want from this Roosters team, which is surprising considering that they're uh, they're going pretty well. Yeah, I, I saw one person in our trade thread um, today asking about Victor Radley because he scored uh, what seventy nine and fifty three the last two weeks. It just uh, to me though, it just sort of seems like a headache, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, if the answer to your question is Victor Radley, you're asking the wrong question. I've come to that after two years of asking questions about Victor Radley. You've been big on the Victor Radley uh, train I've been, the last couple I've, of years. Mate, I've been trying to make him a thing for two years. And, yeah, if I'm firmly of the belief that if you're the answer to your question is Victor Radley, you've asked the wrong question. 
Um, on the Warriors, though, uh, Jesse Arthurs keeps pumping out big scores with tries somehow, which is not his um his go. And I mean, he's kind of a bit too expensive at 417 now. Break even at two though, averaging 41 with another 50 plus point score. Um, is it time to look at him a little bit more seriously? Or you know, we got no. Reese's and Storm the next two weeks. No, to me, this smacks of when people were buying Bo Fermor after he scored two tries in two weeks. Um, three tries. People jump- yeah, he's got three yeah, tries. Three, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It smacks of that to me, um, especially yeah. with the Roosters and Melbourne coming up, like you said, and Cronulla two weeks after that. It's, yeah, just, no yeah, I would, not, I would not be getting on. No bueno. Uh, what else is there? You and Aiken, 80 points. Thank God for that. Um, outside of that, I mean, Curran obviously is well doing really, really well. Um, he's kind of another one you can buy if you want or not. I think he's probably going to be a keeper at this point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's one I'm looking at. I might buy him and put the C on him this week. But, I mean, Tohu can't be far away now. Yeah, you'd think he's just around the corner. But until then, you know, Curran's going to be a probably a captaincy option. Uh, and then Dragons Knights, uh, Jack Bird still in the halves with Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt's actually one that I'm kind of half interested in. Uh, well, he's got a big break even, so I think we've got a week or two to have a look at. I uh, shared an interesting stat with you yesterday. He's averaging five tackles lower than his career low so far this season, which is surprising considering how poor the Dragons are. Um, do you wonder if maybe it's just to do with the fact that you know he, they know he's a good defensive half so they're running in the other direction is do you reckon it's as simple as that yeah, i'm not too sure hey it's a, it's a weird one um because i saw you were messaging the uh, stats blokes on twitter and like they told you there's no difference to the way they're recording tackles but it seems like some tackles are down um yeah i think he yeah. might have been giving me some fake news that guy <laughs> throwing you off yeah <laughs> it's like ah stuff this guy up he told me to buy zach Sini last last year uh, so that's uh, uh yeah this dragons team though i mean it's it's pretty much it's pretty bleak fantasy wise um yeah i'm i'm kind of trying to i'm certainly not going to buy hunt this week i've decided i'm just gonna gonna sort of put an eyeball to it and see how we get to uh the knights though uh edric lee returns origin hero mate is he this is his first game since Origin 3 in uh, 2020 as well. Yeah. The last game that he won was a deciding Game 3 Origin Series game. Mm. The last game he played. Oh, look at that uh, that, that Queensland combination there. Gagai to Lee. Yeah. Wasn't it the Lee brothers or, or, or Branko was on the other side? Oh god, I can't remember that far back, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I, yeah, no, I think, um, I think it was Edric Lee, Brenko Lee in that Origin game, but I think Gagai probably will be good enough to be able to fill the boots of Brenko Lee um, in terms of Origin. But I mean, looking at Edric, his career wing average is twenty six, which is not super great, but. If we take, you know, if we just look at like sort of since 2017, it's 28 and a half, which is 
from 240k, 10 points of value. Dom Young's going to be out for a while. Obviously, there's lots of point coming points coming down that edge. Um, is he a cash-out option with some potentially good job security? They've really only got Heimel Hunt to come back, and I actually don't really know where he is. Yeah, I mean, he seems to have more security than Cooler, I'd suppose. Um, Although probably again, not as high of a ceiling. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those ones where you just, you, if he doesn't score a try, you're going to be getting nothings out of him, basically. He's, he's like a um, a taller Bailey Simmonson in his terms of his scoring. Mm. But even Bailey Simmonson's 100K or whatever, more than what Edric is right, right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going through his scores here. So since since twenty so twenty eighteen to twenty twenty one inclusive, there's thirty a thirty six game sample size, and this is new scoring. There's only five, six, seven scores under twenty. So what does that work out as a percentage? What seven um, out of how many? Out of 36, so about nine, yeah, so call it 20%. So one in five of his scores are going to be sub 20. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, most of them are going to fall in that 20 to 35 range, I think. And then in the games he gets a try, it might be 40, maybe. 35 to <laughs> If 40. you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's certainly not somebody you want to have. you got a 59 in there somehow. But it was against the Raiders. I think that was a re- revenge game, double try. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a revenge game, double try. So, yeah, so definitely not somebody you put in your 17. He's a, like, round, number 21 bench option. Um, but, I mean, that Knights team does like to go to that left edge. Right edge. Um, certainly one to have a look at. Is he left edge? No. I thought he was right. Yeah. Right edge? Dominant. Yeah, Dominic Young's on the right, so he'll. Yeah, I reckon they might. Him. I reckon they might swap because Edric Lee's a, a specialist left winger. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll Maybe. see how they go. They might not want to mess the combination up. Um, outside of that, uh, it's really Tyson Frizzell, Brody Jones, Kurt Mann, and Chris Randall. Chris, yeah. Um, so Basically, yeah. Randall got him, hold him, but yeah. What What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, no, and I guess there's also a few with Leo Thompson as well, but he seems like he's turning into a bit of a Fletcher Baker now. Yeah, that's, how disappointing is that? Mm. Yeah, I couldn't believe how many minutes Phoenix Crossham played last week. Mate, does that bloke have feet for hands or what? <laughs> Phoenix yeah. Crossham, it could be the worst game from an NRL player I've seen since that Zaxini game where he played and got dropped. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I can't imagine he's going to get those many minutes again unless like, – I think he only got that many minutes because they wanted to keep someone in the Kurt Mann role because that's what their offense has been trained around. Yeah, um, but why didn't you keep Kurt Mann in the Kurt Mann role? Yeah, it seems like he probably would have been better. I don't know, put Gago on the I wing, Crossland. Dead set, I reckon he, instead of using the grippo on his hands, he sprayed olive oil on his hands. <laughs> Someone's done him dirty. Swapped out the uh, swapped out the bottle. <laughs> I reckon dead set. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been any worse. It was the worst. Yeah, it was a sh- dead set. Absolute Barry Crocker that one. Um, yeah. So I mean, the Knights is pretty much if you got them, hold them. If you don't have them, don't buy them. Is that sort of it? Brody Jones well, uh, three fifty nine. He he might be still have a bit of value there. 
Yeah, Brady Jones is on my is on my watch list. I'm half considering trading Leo Thompson to him this week. Um, I still think Kurt Mann is in the buy category. If he can just stay in the middle, I, I think he should go close to averaging in the low 50s, which might be keeper territory this year with the dual position. Um, but, but that's yeah, the Brady problem Jones... is as soon as there's an injury, he seems like he's the one mm. who's moving. Yeah, that Instead is Instead of them carrying the a utility, like a real utility, and putting the utility there and keeping Kurt Mann in the job he's supposed to be in. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is the downside there. What's to stop, in, stop them carrying Tex Hoy there? Or Sasagi, who can play in the halves and in the centres? Or Jack yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they persist with Crossland because man, we've seen Man can play 80. We know Randall can play 80. Um, yeah. And if there's an injury in the halves, Man can go into the halves hmm. and, and they play the forwards for more minutes. It's not that hard. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I don't know, mate. I'm not AOB, Mental. I don't know. Yeah, oh, well, you know. All right, last game. And I'm re- mate, I'm really excited that we have to delay lockout by 24 hours to watch this game. Uh, pa- <laughs> you know, Panthers against the West Tigers. Um, oh, sorry, not Panthers. Parramatta Eels against the West Tigers. Uh, Murata Kore goes into the centres with Penasini shifting out to the wing with the injury to Waka Blake, uh, which is probably the worst-case scenario for everybody fantasy-wise. No cash cow will Penasini owners get a big FU from Brad Arthur. Uh, and, I mean, outside of that, I'm looking at this bench thinking maybe it might be a late Hayes Perham, Murata Niakure swap, maybe. Yeah, was, unless, like, they're thinking, uh, like, Niakure starts in the forwards and then Perham comes on for a forward and maybe plays, like, 50 minutes at centre with Niakure moving. seems a bit like, dumb, maybe. though, doesn't it? It's Brad Arthur, though, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> I think either... New Corre swaps with Perham or Perham drops out for Bryce Cartwright. You would think so because it seems weird to carry a back and a hooker, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, oh, poor Reed Marnie. If he ever goes back to playing 80 minutes, he might be uh, an absolute raging buy. But right now he's just absolutely fantasy mud irrelevant at the moment. Yeah, he's no good. He's, he's there with Ryan Madison when he's on the bench. <laughs> yeah, absolute nightmare. Um, now... It's good to see that the Tigers have made some sweeping changes from last week. They've dropped Oliver Gildart and returned James Roberts to the team. They've brought Dane Laurie back from COVID and put Stafford Toa on the wing for Malmalo. Luke Brooks holds his spot. Jackson Hastings is back, though, and and Jacob Little's out. um, Made sweeping changes. It's obviously refreshing to see a completely different-looking Tigers team that is obviously going to do much better than last week um, with none of the problem areas addressed whatsoever. yeah, I don't know. It's it seems like this team is is in big trouble outside of Kelma Tuolangi, who somehow managed to avoid the third week in a row in the graveyard and came back for a forty four points last week. Oh, how good was he? He honestly, if he ever gets eighty minutes, he's going to be an absolute weapon. Um, yeah. Just defensively, he is so good. He is so good defensively. Like every tackle, he seems like he's about to break your spine. It's just yeah. Oh. It feels like every time I looked up, he was running the ball, but he only got 50, minute, 50 metres. Yeah, it's weird. Well, I, so, I guess maybe the Tigers uh, didn't have the tackles, Which is good. He's obviously, you know, he's he's putting in the work there. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he progresses. But this Tigers team, this is an absolute dumpster fire. 
Yeah, I, I'm glad to not have any other Tigers. Like Jake, Jake Simpkin um, might be a, a cash cow, but I just wouldn't have any faith in Madge to keep him there nah, longer than two you weeks. Can't, you can't do it, mate. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No good. All right, I'm tired of talking about the Tigers. Let's go on to the questions, eh? Let's do it. All right. Now, just, mate, just because I'm a bit sick of talking for a minute, do you want to do the Instagram ones first? I can, yeah. Let's uh, bring them up. Just mix it up. See if we can throw off the the listeners by doing the uh, the questions out of order in terms of social media platforms. <laughs> All right, Joshua, he wants to know, I've been carrying Vilea and Billy Smith for a while now with Haas. I've got to make a trade. So which one would you do, Vilea or Billy Smith? Oh, well, one's a green dot and one's a red dot. So I would think that the answer to that would be uh, I would sell the red dot, which is Vilea. They're both red dots. Billy, hang on. Oh, Billy Smith. I oh, sorry. I thought you said Billy Walters. Um, no, I think I'd Probably do Billy Smith layer. just because he's more expensive. Yeah, well, it depends who you can layer? get. I, I, I'd mm, say it probably depends who you can get, how much money you got in the bank. So, like, it, it depends on who your trade option is. Like, I, I, the short answer is I don't care which of them you do trade. But if trading Billy Smith allows you to get somebody good versus, you know, like if you can afford Brody Jones, say, for argument's sake, if you trade Billy Smith but you can't afford him if you trade by layer, that's where I would trade Billy Smith. But if you just, you know, you either way you're trading him to Edric Lee or someone like that, then, you know, you'll probably just trade by layer. Yeah, that's a good point. Like if it's the difference between, say, like Brody Jones and Blake Taff, you'd go, you'd go the more expensive one, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if you're looking at those couple of guys this week and, yeah, and Brody Jones is obviously the much best, the better. Brody Jones or Ilias is the two best in that price point. So if that trade allows you to get one of them instead of getting some potato, then do that. All right, Austin Murphy, he asks. Um, hey, trade... Austin, mate. How you going, bud? Yeah, yeah man. He asks, uh, trading either Nanai or Crichton to Pangai in one trade and save the other trade. Um Oh, this is options. Okay, so that's option one. Uh, option two is trade Leo to Cooler and Nanai to Papali'i. Or option Not three is one. do nothing. I have I have my leg caught in the Kobe trap as well. 25 trades and 260K in the bank. Oh, no, he's got the Kobe trap. I think I'd do just do option one. I'd, um, but which one on, he's selling? Yeah, well, it depends on the rest of your team. Um, if you don't need the wing fullback, I'd move Crichton first. Um, but mm. if that position is important, then I'd probably move Nanai. Yep, I agree. Good job, Ryan. Thank you, mate. Um, Caden, he wants to know, bring in Moses this week or wait another week or two to get Cleary? Um, the second one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, think I don't think Moses is a buy. I think he's had a couple of really soft schedule games. Hmm. Um, Jesse, he asks, I've had Bed Hunt, this is your man, since the start of the season. He's had some mixed results, but he's obviously in a bad team. Is he worth persisting with for now, or should I look to upgrade him or downgrade him for cash? No, mate. Hang on to him. I'm looking at buying him. Don't sell him. Yeah. To me, I think I'd give him another week. Um, and Ryan, I don't want to hear your negativity, mate. Uh, I'd hang on to him, and if he doesn't turn it around, I'd probably move him on to Cleary when he bottoms out, like once Cleary yeah. bottoms out. Good analysis, um, Ryan. Good job. Thank you, mate. Uh, 174k in the bank Mark asks this is a new is it no it's not another Mark uh, he has Nanai Crichton Walters and Leo Thompson any key targets in the price range or would you consider trading Yao Isaiah Yo to any mid 
Um, I wouldn't trade Yo. No. So let's put that in the bin. I don't think Mark would do either. Um, so how much in the bank? 174K, and he's looking at trading Nanai, Crichton, Walters, and Leo, or one of them. Jeez. Um, the problem is the options that you got in your price bracket there if you sell Nanai isn't great. Mm. Whereas if you go to uh, the next option up, can you squeeze Pangai for that? Five, how much is it? 170 what? 174, so he'd probably have to make two trades. He would probably have to cash one down and upgrade the other. Uh, he can do it by one. Ooh. If you can go Crichton to Pangai in one trade and you don't have Pangai, I would do that. Ooh. Okay, yeah. If you don't need the wing fallback, do that. Um, Red Dog Shawnee, he asks, I've got 300K in the bank and he's got Latrell. Um, Aww. Yeah, um, yep. and he also asks, is Taylor May going to get dual before lockout? No, he'll get dual position next week. So um, 300K to trade out Latrell. Who are you getting, Mark? Oh, man. Hendrick Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, mate, there's nothing that I like. I couldn't in all good conscience invite anyone to get Tedesco at the moment. Mm. Assume you already have Pappenhausen and Hines. So... Yeah, I'd probably look to like. There's really nobody. Yeah, we're sort of in this like holding pattern at the moment where we're waiting for Teddy to turn it around. We're waiting for Turbo to come back, bottom out, maybe after Origin. And then also Ponga is potentially going to be sub 500k if he can ever turn it around. He might be a decent, decent look in a couple of weeks. But yeah, it's mm. sort of really no one. Um, yeah. So, yeah. If you need a wing fullback, I'd, I'd probably consider Blake Taff. Um, but if the position doesn't matter, then, I mean, any one of the guns, really, like Papa Lee or something like that. Is is Blake Taff, honestly, 100K better than Edric Lee? What's Lee priced at currently? He's priced I mean, at... I think they're about that's the on, the current, on the current BE. Yeah. So Taff is priced at... Call it seven and a half to eight points more than Lee. Mm. Is he honestly going to average seven or eight points more than Edric Lee? Probably not. I'd, I'd, I'd feel comfortable saying maybe four points or five points, yeah. not seven. He's definitely a lot safer job security wise. Yeah. Like tough, but, and I mean, his ceiling's absolutely higher. Because as you say, soft schedule, he might turn it around and just display something that we've never seen before. It's certainly in the range of possibilities. Um, and I think after a long career, we know exactly what Edric Lee is now. But, um, yeah, I just I, think, I just think... it would be really fun to have Edric Lee in your team. And I'm not 100% <laughs> convinced that Taff is 100K better. I mean, it'd be great for the meme, but I just, you know, I, I would go Taff just purely because, you know, Edric Lee's coming off this ACL of the foot, as the physio likes to call it. Hasn't played a mm. game in, you know, over a year. Um, Aside from like, the Reggie's game. Yeah, and, and Taff just, like you say, you, you'd think he's locked into that role for eight weeks and then you're also getting him over Origin. I don't think the Souths play round 13, though, unfortunately. No. Don't yeah, suppose that really particularly matters, though. Yeah, well, 
yeah, look, I'd go Taft personally. Um, yeah. Am I going to look like a hypocrite this week if I end up buying Blake Taft this week? <laughs> Just don't get Kobe Heatherton. You'll be all right, mate. Oh, no, I'm not going to get him. Um, Sammy asks, he wants to trade Critter and Amone to Isaiah Papali'i and either Kula or Mole, your man. Um, no. Yeah. I would prefer that you go to Josh Curran. How much uh, less is Curran? 70 or 80K? Curran's 760. That's so about 60, uh, 70K, yeah. 70K cheaper. Yeah. I'd prefer you to go to Curran and get Taff if you can, maybe, or go to Pangai, which will definitely allow you to do that. I like it. Um, NRL Fantasy 9, he asks, do you think I captain Cleary or Murray? Murray might come off early if they're flogging the dogs, but I think it will be a close game with Latrell out and Murray might get his hands on the ball a bit more, though no, Cleary I is bound to hit form. Cleary. Yeah, I think you just got to go against, against this rubbish Broncos forward pack. You'd think he's going to have so much space with their forwards just rolling over the top. Um Joke03, he asks, I have some cash in the bank and was planning on bringing in Cleary this week. Is it worth waiting a bit longer for his price to drop a bit more or should I just get him? Thanks, heaps. I would wait. Uh, Because we said he was urgent or like that he might hit his break even last week and he didn't even go close again. Um, You know. There's nothing that says that Cleary plays 80 minutes this week either. The thing that scares me is he's doing this in base so far, like 58 in base. You just know that he's, there's going to be a try involvement coming soon, and that's when he's going to put up like a 75 or an 80 or something like that. But, yeah. again, he's still going to drop some more money. So, look, I, I don't hate bringing him in this week just for the captaincy option with no Haas. But, yeah. Uh, no. uh, Sep, he asked – Jesus, a lot of uh, a lot of Instagram questions this week. Sep, he asked, who should I downgrade first? I have Nanai, Leo Thompson, and Stephen Crichton. Um, looking at Cooler or Taft, but not sure. I also have Arrow. Should I sell to Papali'i or Fafita? Thanks, guys. Love the potty. Mm. Um, I like... What do you got first? Oh, geez. I, I would probably downgrade Leo Thompson first, but obviously that's not nearly as much money. So if that uh, doesn't solve you, you know, bringing in... Like if you've got to go Leo to Cooler, I would rather do Crichton to Taft if that facilitates your upgrade of Arrow to Papali'i or Fafita. Um so can you, just you go, can you just go? Can you just go like Leo to Taff, maybe to get Arrow to Pangai or something? Maybe. Yeah. Do, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just spitballing. Spitballing. I don't really. Um, I don't really like the idea of selling Leo this week though at all. Um, I think if I was going to sell any one of those three, my preferred sell is probably Nanai. But. Interesting. I, I probably won't sell him this week, but if I was giving advice to somebody, that's probably the advice that I would give to them. Does that make sense? I mean, I'd hope so. You're the one answering the questions. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We all know that everybody's really here for your advice and my talking just fills out minutes on the pod. <laughs> it's the hot takes that bring the people in, mate. You're the hot take expert. Yeah. No, that's true. Um Harry, he asks, I have Coates and Sexton. Need to get rid of them. I agree. He's got 330K yes. in the bank. Should I go Cleary to Cooler or DCE to someone else? I think I'd be fine with DCE and somebody better than Cooler for sure. Yeah, I agree. If you if you could uh, afford Taff, which I assume 
you would because it's 130k less or give or take. Um, I'd, I'd probably mm. do DC and Taff or Ilias if you if you don't have him. Um, as is. Uh, is Davey worth considering? Even when Schuster returns, he will go to the bench and he's the first cab off the rank if injury or suspension strike. Oh, he's got no. he's in the head of he's in the head of Des Hasler. He knows that Schuster's gone for the bench. Um, no, he, I think he means Davey will go to the bench. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. No, that's a bad that's a bad plan, man. Yeah, just, no bueno. No bueno. It seems fraught with danger, doesn't it? Um especially yes. considering Schuster's only around the corner. Um, yeah. I would rather go Ilias or Brody Jones, personally. Yeah. Um, the West Tiger dribbler. Oh, geez, he's had a rough year so far. He's had a rough 10 years. <laughs> poor, poor bloke. <laughs> poor dribbler. Um, hey, know, boys, loving the... Ryan, can I just yeah. can I pull you up for a second before we go further than that? Yeah. The West Tigers, I guess the only bit of promise for the West Tigers is they, like, deep down, they knew that their team was going to be really poor this year. Whereas, mm. like, the Dragons fans were under some sort of weird delusion that their team was going to be good. <laughs> and so I would argue that it was wor- it's worse to be a Dragons fan than a Tigers fan because at least the Tigers fans have had all vestiges of hope sapped from them over, you know, years of suckertude. Whereas, you know, the Dragons always fill their team their supporters with just enough hope before just breaking their spirits by the end of the year so would you prefer to be a dragons fan or a tigers fan oh, yeah i think it's worse to have hope isn't it because at least if you've got no <laughs> hope you can just focus on your fantasy team as as a as a cowboys fan i can confirm it is much worse to have hope in your team and have them fail than just know that they suck Oh, geez. All right, Dribbler. He says, hey, boys, loving the podcast every week. Us too. I love them too, mate. Don't worry. Thanks, um, Will <laughs> we'll be a popular question this week, but I'm a Tedesco owner and sitting on the fence thinking, do I hold or sell? I've got 192K in the bank to play with and was thinking of getting Harry Grant. Uh, Mark, you're a Tedesco owner and a Harry Grant owner. What are you thinking with yeah. I think if you don't need the wing fullback, but I assume that you do, um, I probably still wouldn't do that but I could see why you'd justify it. The mm. only player that I would sell Tedesco to just based on the climate of the wing fullback position is Nico Hines. Yeah. Um, the Roosters are coming into a little bit of a soft run now as well. So Teddy's got the Warriors, the Dragons, the Bulldogs, and the Titans coming up over the next four weeks. Yeah. Um, so I don't think this is the right time to sell. That said, after that, Teddy hits an absolute nightmare run. So... After that four weeks, he's got the Eels, Panthers, Sharks. Then he plays Origin. Then he's got Melbourne, Para again. Then plays Origin. Then has the Panthers, plays Origin again. And then after Origin, it starts to ease up again. So that's like a eight-week run there where it's just awful after the next month. So um, yeah. I, th- I think this is the month to hold and then reevaluate after that. Well, all I'm hearing in that is hold Stephen Crichton. Hold Stephen. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, because you're going to need the wing fullback, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, uh, no, don't like it. Skinner says, hang, hang on to him for another couple of weeks and see what happens. I reckon it's my yep, formal I, advice. I agree. Um, Skinner just says, Haas kicks me up the ass this week. <laughs> don't worry, yeah. mate. There's, there's about 40% of blokes with you. Yeah, um, I think we just got our uh episode name this week. <laughs> and uh, one last question. Um, this bloke, uh, Ryan, he's asking Arrow and Kurt Mann to DC and Papali'i. Would you do that? What? 
Arrow and Kurtman to DCE and Papali'i. Why do you have so much money in the bank? I guess he was banking a Cleary fund, but he's now like Cleary's a, a done. So <laughs> he's aborted Cleary mission. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to sell Kurt Man. Mm. Yeah, I'm with uh, you. I'd, I'd probably just do. Somebody include. else you could sell that's not Kurt Man to do that exact same trade or something similar to it. Like, say, mm. like, could you do like uh, Arrow and question mark question mark? Let's say Stephen Crichton or Nanai type that type player, and go to like. Josh Curran in DCE or Pangai in DCE, something like that, I'd much prefer. Yep, I'm with you. And, uh, yeah, that wraps it up from me, Mark. On to you. Lovely. All right, let's go to Twitter. I don't really don't like this question. Is King Gutho a buy because all wing fullbacks are poo emoji and he's now <laughs> on trade? Gutho's your man. You love him. You talk about him every year about how good he is. Yeah, he's about the best wing fullback at the moment outside of Hines. But that's the soft schedule coming up, I think. Yeah, Tigers this week, though. They've got another three weeks of not so tough before it actually does start to get tough. Um, I mean, Gutho probably might end up being a keeper this year just because of how bad everyone else is. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if the Warriors are going to sort it out and Reese Walsh might be a buy with the goal kicking. Yeah, maybe. Quite possibly. Yeah. Who knows? Well, they've got a tough run coming up too. Yeah. You know who's going to save us? You know who's going to save us, don't you? Uh, Edric Lee? Adam Dewey. Ooh. Oh, jeez. More Tigers. Bloody hell. Adam Dewey's going to save us. I hope so. I hope you're right. He's fun. Yeah. Have to be. Yeah. All right. Um, and Nanai trade, I think we've discussed that. I think he's in the options of trades, but not certainly not uh, emergency stations of by any stretch. Who is the best cheap mid that doesn't have the last name King? <laughs> cheap mid. Um, how cheap are we talking here? Because all the Kings are getting pretty expensive now. Um, yeah, well, obviously doesn't want them because they're... Their last name's King. Mm, it's a bit discriminatory. Um, cheap mid. Jeez. Mm. I don't know if there are any, to be honest. Um, yeah. Is Gilbert, does he fall in the cheap category? Probably not. Uh, if, if if the Kings are in the cheap category, then I guess Gil's, <laughs> Gilbert's in the cheap category. Yeah. Um, if you can squeeze Gilbert, it's him. Otherwise, is, is the next best option Kobe Hetherington? For a week, sure. Leo Thompson, just keep Leo Thompson. Play him for a week or two if you have to. Um, there's no, there's no cheap mids that I'd be buying. How's that? Yep. Yep. I have Josh King, Brody Jones, Kobe Hetherington, Jeremiah Nanai. Would you trade any or upgrade or keep them until they stop the price rises? Um, I've got the majority of those, and I'm holding all of them. Uh, yep. I, I, I think you can move Nanai on, but he's he's not an urgent trader. Like I said, I'm holding him this week. Yep. No, good. Um, Teddy and Thompson, which I'm guessing is Leo Thompson, to Cleary and Cooler, question mark. Hmm. Um, I, I think you have to do Edric if you're going to do that trade. Yeah, I agree. I'd have more faith in Edric than Cooler. Yep. 
somebody <laughs> else has commented on that. Um, and yeah. then he's just fired back the screen grab of the OTL comment back to Rugby League <laughs> Fantasy Pro the other day. <laughs> That's great. Get great gear. <laughs> what should I do with Tabby Wifedo? You should sell him. Yeah, eat him, mate. <laughs> eat him. Um, yep. Eat him. Oh, eat him. Yep, yep, yep. Um, do I cop the high break even and bring Cleary in as he looks the best captaincy option? Can do a straight swap from Nanai. Does dollars, dollars, dollars sign ledger, legendary potty B2W lads? <sighs> To be honest, I'd do that. If you could do that in one trade, I, I don't hate it. Like you're sacrificing maybe 100K total like between Nano's remaining price rises and Cleary dropping a little bit. Um, yeah. But, jeez, oh, just for the point, How like I was saying earlier. How much is a score worth on any given week when there's no good captaincy options? Yeah, precisely. Like I was saying earlier, like obviously our goal is to make money, but at the end of the day, the, the aim of the game mm. is to score points. So, but yeah, I, I don't mind. I, I like it. Yep. Um... Jesse Hera, somebody else has tagged Jesse to find out what his question is for the week, and he says what to do with Ben Hunt and a little dragon, um, which we've already covered that, so hang on to him. Um, thoughts on Simkin? Oh, I have none. He plays for the Tigers. <laughs> Mate, if you want to buy Simkin, your balls are the size of church bells. Um, in terms of his like scoring potential, um, I do like it. I have no faith in his job security or madge, however. Yep, agree. All right. Are we captaining Nico Hines or Harry Grant? Harry Grant. Uh, Starling set for 80 minutes. Is he now a must? And how risky is Cooler, which we've discussed? Um, Jeez. Oh, I don't want to use the word must. I think he is a, a good buy because you, you're buy. obviously just running the risk. Yeah, strong buy. You're obviously just running the risk that Sticky could change his mind at any moment. But um, even if that doesn't happen for, say, six weeks, he's going to make a lot of money between now and then. So I, I think he's a strong buy. Yep. Sexton and Billy Smith to Brody Jones and Tyler May? Question mark. Uh, Sexton and Billy Oh, look, I, I I don't hate it. Um, I it's getting pretty late in the day to be buying buying Taylor May at four hundred and seventy k. That said, um, the Panthers do have three soft games coming up. If he scores, if he averages fifty over the next three weeks, he'll still make another one hundred and thirty k. So, if you're feeling lucky, I I don't hate it. Yep. Uh, Eels bench looks good for Papali'i. Do I bring him a Pangai in for Sexton? Uh, he's an eighty minute edge back rower, so I don't know how a bench could possibly benefit or not benefit him. Um, but pa- uh, him or Pangai really, I think Pangai is probably a better value proposition. Hmm. Just probably is the um, better scorer. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess it's just how much do you value that 140K? Can you use that elsewhere? If not, get Papali. Hmm. Yeah. I'd probably be inclined to get Pangai because I'd wager that you can spend that 100 and something K better. Mm. Uh, is it too late to bring in Talakai? Um, what's he priced at now? He's in the high 400s, he isn't he? Yeah, 485,000. Sharks play Melbourne and Manly over the next two weeks. I, I wouldn't be doing it personally. Yeah, no bueno. Uh, is Walters favouring Ryan James over Kobe Hetherington or will he play the same 
minutes this week. Cooler is a trap. Please convince me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trent, you don't um, want Cooler, mate. You want Edric Lee. He's the way to go. I think Cooler's just a, a low-risk trap, just given how yeah. um, how That's cheap he is. Yeah, and he's obviously facilitating yeah. other moves. So, in, yeah. I, but I like if, you, if you've got Vailea in your team or Billy Smith, I wouldn't have that one plus Cooler. You need to only have one of them because you might come unstuck. Yeah. I would only be buying cooler if it facilitates another great upgrade. Uh, I would not yep. be switching like a Vilea to cooler. Um, and what was the other question about Cody Hedrington? Jeez, you'd have to think uh, he's going to play at least 50 minutes this week. Yeah. Is Walters favoring Ryan James over Cody, Kobe Hetherington or will he play the same minutes as James this week? I would, I'd be very surprised if Kobe didn't play at least 50 minutes in this pack. Yeah, I think you'll be surprised about the amount of minutes that Corey Jensen's going to play this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he can absolutely play 60 minutes. I don't think he's going to, but he can. Um, They might just straight swap him into the rotation and Hetherington may not change his role at all. Who to captain this week with Haas out, Cleary still more cash to lose? That's a great question and one I'll be asking myself all week. (laughs) Um, Cherry for me, I think. Yeah, if you don't have him, I'm, you know, Grant is fine. Um, yeah, I think you can captain Hines. I think worst case scenario, it's a forty something. Yeah, I agree. Clear your buy or wait till he drops more. We've discussed that at length. Is Blake, Blake Taff worth it? We've discussed that at length. Oh mate, uh, is clearing more important to get in with Haas out this week? I'd say yes, but mm-hmm. not necessarily essential. Yeah, I'd agree. Trade Stephen Crichton for Tylon May, question mark. Uh, again, I, I'll go back to what I said. Um, you, you really need him to average 50 over the next three weeks for that to be worth it. Um, so if you think you can do that, uh, do it. But, jeez, oh, I, I think I'd rather just bank some cash elsewhere. Because um, mm. kind of hoping that he holds the spot once uh, yeah. Tylon's back and Staines gets booted out. Yeah. Um, is Ruben Cotter worth picking up with Hess coming back? Um, yeah, he's bringing Cotter into bank cash. I don't know who for. Um, probably not. Maybe. What do you think about Cotter? Do you, what what do you do? You think he's sort of like a fifty points and fifty minutes type of guy? Uh, I don't know. I don't really trust uh, Peyton. At the moment, yeah. I think he's probably pretty close to that. Um, mm. But, you know, he he could have one of those games where he, I mean, he's kind of balanced. He's kind of a bit like Kurt Mann where he's either going to make tackles or get attacking stats, but probably not both. Um, I think his ceiling is probably not very high, but his floor is probably fairly high. And he's not going to play center ever. So he's yeah. probably better than Mann in that way. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm certainly wouldn't be rushing out to get him, but he's going to play round 13 unless he plays origin, which is possible. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I have no strong opinion either way on Ruben Cotter. Uh, is Josh King a trade? Uh, personally, I think he falls into the Nanai branch. If you want to, you can. Um, that said, he's got a lower break even than Nanai. His break even still in the 20s. And you have to think, because um, not a single Storm player made over 30 tackles last week against Canberra. You have to think they're going to have a little bit more of an arm wrestle in the middle this week against Cronulla. 
Um, mm. If King's still playing 60 minutes this week, you have to think he scores a little bit better. Um, so uh, I, I think he's worth holding for another week. But again, he's like, Nanai, if you want to move him on, you can. Yep. Um, where are we? Um, it's... Do we do you do you prefer because I've 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 answered this a couple of times. Do you prefer Isaiah Papali'i or Josh Curran this week? In a one week vacuum, I prefer Curran at the price point, but for the season, I prefer Papali'i. Yeah, I think they're both keepers. I agree, they're both keepers. Yeah. Uh, is Crichton a sell? So, yes. No, hang on. Which one? I assume Steven. you mean Stephen. Um, yeah. Up to you. Yeah, we've discussed that. Yeah. yeah. Dealer's choice. Um, depends what you're doing with it. Is Connor Watson a trade? <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. Nanai question mark. Um, yeah, discussed at length. Should I trade Hammer to Burton? Hmm. Uh, Burton has a high floor. Versus top eight team, no attacking stats, but might be picked for origin. Um, I don't think he's going to be picked for origin. Yeah. I mean, if he was picked for origin, you'd assume it would be at 14. Um, There's a lot of options at that 14 job, and Burton hasn't been one of the top ones this year, and I don't foresee that happening in the Bulldogs team. Yeah. I tend to agree. Um, yeah, Burton, no goal kicking. Um, that, that, that just worries me a little bit because obviously it, it lowers his floor. Um, I just think that you could have a better option out there. Uh, like I'd assume you, you've got Targo or Aiken or you know, someone like a, another center that you, you're probably not desperate for a center. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd kind of be half inclined to grab Tylen May and just try to um, take a pay, like take the cash. Mm. You know, yeah. and just sort of see what happens. Yeah. Mm. Is it time to cash out Leo Thompson? Can't see in any enticing options other than Moali. Um, I don't know if I'd put Moali in the enticing option bracket either, so probably not. Yeah, he's still got a low break-even this week. I think his real break-even's about 12 or so. So it's it's not panic stations. You can hang on to it for another week. If you, uh, if you have to trade into a mid like Moali, I'd, I'd probably just hang on to him. Yeah, and then he's got um, Teddy or Nanite Cooler. I think the answer to that's probably neither. Yeah, neither. Um, all right, I've got one more question here, um, and and I reckon we'll pull up stumps of the week. So the question comes from Lachlan Smith on Twitter: Is our Lord Edric the Goat Lee finally relevant? Lol at 240k with Dom Young out for three to six weeks. He's one I'd almost think is a spicy buy, and is cooler trappy at sentient with Harper out. This bloke's a genius. Get him on the podcast. Yeah, Lachlan, you're you're taking over from me like, next week because you just said everything I've said and the only good things I've said in this entire pod. <laughs> Amazing after all those years of like all the people in those like fantasy talk groups that, that just troll or saying get Edric. Edric. It, it's, Edric. It's actually good advice. Well, you know what's funny? You know what it reminds me of last year when Owen Saab was doing real bad and everyone was like, buy Saab, buy Saab, and then he actually like started doing really good. <laughs> yeah. And he got up to like 400 and something. It was actually a really good cash cow that no one was on because it was such a meme that you couldn't buy him. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm actually, I'll tell you what, though, I'm really surprised at the lack of uh, blank tap questions. I thought we'd get quite a few, but I guess everyone just, yeah, no one's interested. No, everyone's sharp. They listen to the pod. They know he's a trap. Wait, he's, yeah, I mean, he's Brad Abbey with goal kicking, isn't he? Yeah. I think Tyler May getting the duel next week is going to be big. Oh, for sure. Um, Because that, like, having Tyler May or not having Tyler May, like, it's already cost me a massive amount. So, I'm actually, I'm now thinking I might do Tylen May, like Crichton to Tylen May. Um, okay. But I don't know if that's sideways. Well, I mean, it, it just depends because May's, well, May's scored a try every week. So you, you have to think the week he doesn't score a try, it's going to be like a high 20s, like 31, like Targo type score. Yeah. Um, is it yeah. sideways? Can you tell me if it's sideways or not? Is it sideways? Uh, I think scoring-wise, it's a slight upgrade, to be honest. Um, and obviously, May is he's got a, still got a negative break even this week, so he is going to go up quite a bit. And against a terrible Bronco side, he could yeah. score 60 again. Yeah, or 160. <laughs> yeah, zero. Clearly 52. Wow. Yeah, okay. I think I might do that. I'm just going to be a bit greedy and, and just, you know, see if I can. Because if I do that, I've got too many bloody Panthers this team. I hate the Panthers. I don't want to have, I don't even want to have one Panther and I've got, I might have three of them. <laughs> I've got three too, mate. It's all right. It'll be okay. Yeah. You'll have four There's, soon when you I, get Cleary. Well, that's the third, he would be the third one. Ooh. If I go Crichton to Tyler May and make like Jai Arrow to Cleary or something like that. And so I can put the C on Cleary this week. That's spicy. I like it. Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe, Ryan. I don't know. I'll have a think about it. But I really like Edric Lee. I'd, I'd like to buy him, if nothing else, just for the memes. Let's do it. Get it. Get Edric. It'll be like when you got uh, James Maloney a couple of years ago and he turned out to be awesome. Yeah. No, but I could. I felt a lot more comfortable with that than I do with Edric Lee. So, anyway. All right, mate. I reckon that'll probably do us. What do you think? It's a short one tonight, only 74 minutes. Yeah, I guess just before we sign off, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to um, OTL. Like, I, I think everyone, like me and you, we both love them and all of our listeners. I'm sure plenty have been OTL listeners over the years and they've unfortunately had to hang it up this season, which is sad to see them go because they were one of the, the best fantasy podcasts going. So um, just wanted to give a shout out to those boys and appreciate all the work you've done in the fantasy community over the past few years. It's the end of an era, mate. Yeah, I know. So Dick's out for OTL this week, I reckon. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Also, obviously, we probably should do a bit of housekeeping. I'm I'm a bit. uh, I'm I'm never good at this sort of thing, eh? Our uh, our overall league, obviously, sponsored by Punk Club. We had a little bit of a break from the punt last week, which seemed to be a good strategy because everything that we were suggesting to each other in the private messages didn't get up. So, um. (laughs) Probably good that we gave it a swerve. We'll probably have a look to to put on some bets this week, though. I think. Is there anything t- taking your eye early for uh, for our punt club this week? We need to get a get a couple of runs on the board for the punters. Yeah, I know we've had a, a bit of a rough run, but I've actually been uh, discussing with Captain Barbs. I was going to um, we're going to do up a survey for the uh, for the punters to get a little bit more group involvement. Um, so yep. a little bit of like a a group survey. You can uh, we'll, we'll put up probably tomorrow i think um so you can vote on what you think is the best bit of the weekend and then we'll chuck that on so we'll get you guys a little bit more involved since uh we can't fucking pick anything at the moment so <laughs> yeah 
Mate, we couldn't hit the size of a barn with a bazooka at the moment. Um, I have to imagine we're going to turn it around at some point. So I, uh, yeah, don't really. I mean, how big how big a line could we take for this Panthers team against the Broncos? Yeah, well, it's getting up there, isn't it? Twenty one and a half. That's nowhere near big enough. Oh man, I want to take like an alternate line of like thirty five and a half or something like that. And just yeah. whack, we're banking like a 40, 44 zip scoreline, something like that. Just Panthers to win to nil. What's that pay? <laughs> Twenty minus twenty nine and a half is two dollars ninety. I actually don't hate that. Oh, God. Or twenty three point five is two dollars five. A lot of points though, but it is Adam G. Mate, reference. So. You tell me the only time the only team I've seen worse than this Broncos team is the team that trots out for the Dragons every week. <laughs> Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Clinton. I'm just messing with you, bro. He gets some more mentions. I know he listens to the pod point. all the way through because he always complains to me about my dragon ragging, and it always happens right at the end. Shout out to Clinton. He's been a good sport about the dragons banter. Uh, he's sitting in 43rd overall at the moment, so yeah, he's doing much better than the dragons are this year. Um, oh, yeah, somebody's got to got to be a success in that in that mold. But yeah, I, I definitely I think the Panthers. Ryan, I, I like the 29 and a half. Targo a dollar ninety five any time, mate. That's free money. No, we said we were going to stop betting on try scorers, Ryan, because they keep losing. Yeah, but if they're going to score forty, you know, bloody eight tries, it's bound to be one, isn't it? No, twenty nine and a half is not eight tries. That's five tries. Okay, all right. Okay, all right, all right. We'll let the punters decide, mate. In the in the poll. Yeah. If if send go to our Instagram and send Ryan a message on Instagram in the DMs and tell him. Minus 29 and a half for the Panthers at $2.90 is the go. <laughs> Mate, you've got betting rights now. They set you up today. You can, you can just do did it they? Yeah, Mate, they? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting everything that's in the punters club on that. <laughs> All $15,000. I'm doing it for the boys. So yeah, well, maybe we'll put a little multi in that game. We'll pick like two anytime try scorers and, uh, and that and just see if we can make some money on our uh, freebie bet this week. Yeah, absolutely. Get the, get the charity bet on that too. Yeah, yeah, the the charity bet. That's the one. Yeah. All right, man. I think that'll do. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your fantasy. Uh, keep in mind, games are a little bit weird. There's only two games on Saturday, an extra game on Monday that we have to wait to watch the Eels play against the Bulldogs, which is, oh, no, against the Tigers. Uh, 4 p.m. Friday, too. Sorry? And a 4 p.m. Friday, too. Yeah, oh, well, it's because it's Good Friday, mate. Yeah, it's it's all yeah. out. We're hitting the uh we're hitting the gauntlet of um uh, long weekend Monday games coming up now. Yeah, we've got Anzac Day too, don't we? Yeah, well and then Labor Day the week after that. Oh bloody hell. Yeah, three three weeks in a row of Monday public holidays with football on it. Um so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of quick turnaround TLTs coming up. Mm. But uh yeah, all right, that'll do. Thanks for joining us. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed yourself this week. Enjoy your football this weekend. Talk to you next week. Love you guys.